There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Erica is looking for a second date update this morning on a guy named Kevin. Erica, I've not even seen the email. I know nothing. So let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Kevin? <laughs> um, we met on Match, and it might be a little different than what you're used to because I kind of know why he didn't call me back. You know why he's not calling you back. I, at least I think I do. So when I ask that, the this is the question I ask everybody who goes on a date with someone. Gee, was there anything weird that happened? <laughs> was there an awkward moment? Did, was there a shift mm-hmm. in the tone? And they always go, no, I have no idea what happened. Mm-hmm. And then we find out. It's like, how could you have missed that? Right. So you think you have an idea of what went wrong? Yeah, um, I have a pretty darn good idea. What um, happened? We tried to meet up a couple different times, and I kept canceling on him. Like, that's what people do sometimes with online dating. But then, in a moment of bad judgment, I must say, I agreed to meet with him for lunch the day after the election. And that was and bad. I don't... Yeah, I fully believed that it would be a Hillary cakewalk, um, and that I'd be in a great mood and excited about the country. I see. So you obviously happened. voted for Hillary Clinton... Donald Trump won the election, so you were probably not feeling very good the next day. I was going to cancel on him because of how bad I was doing, but then I felt bad because I've canceled him so many times. So I met him, (laughs) and uh, when we got there, all he did was say, like, oh, what did you think about the election? And (laughs) I was so emotional. I just, I wept, like, ugly cry. (laughs) Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So you broke down. Happy eyes. I broke down snot, like, it wasn't good. (laughs) Mm. So you're pretty sure that scared him off, huh? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't compose myself, and Mm. it was the fastest lunch he ever saw. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so what is your goal here? You want want to go out with him again? I mean, you didn't really have a chance to get to know him, it sounds like, because you were so consumed with the election results. Mostly I want to apologize. Um, I tried texting him, and I didn't hear back. Surprise, surprise. But now that I've had a moment, like, I would love to start over and and be myself instead of a weepy mess. Okay. Well, then let's do this. That's actually pretty cool. Then we'll take a break, (laughs) and we'll call him up. Give you a chance to plead your case and see where he stands on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, let's. Good luck with this one. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Erica, hang on. Rich will get the phone number from you and we'll call Kevin 
next with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Well, this is an unusual second date update. Erica wants a second date update with Kevin, but she kind of already knows the reason, or she thinks she knows the reason why Kevin has not been calling her back. Turns out that the day they finally got together for lunch, it was right after the election had taken place and Hillary Clinton had lost. Erica, obviously a big Hillary Clinton supporter, so she took the loss very hard Mm -hmm. and had a moment she kind of broke down when Kevin was like, hey, what'd you think about that crazy election? Mm -hmm. And she wept was the word you used erica mm-hmm. right yeah it was ugly okay it was a very it turned out it was a very short lunch uh erica got the sense that it kind of freaked kevin out so she is not surprised that he has not returned any of her phone calls or texts however erica feels that while that was not her finest moment she would like an opportunity <laughs> to reconnect back with kevin she wants a do-over yes she would like a do-over please a do-over <laughs> all right we're gonna call kevin right now Hello. Hi, this is Kevin. Yeah, this is Kevin. Hey, Kevin. My name is Jeff Thomas, and I'm with the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102, and I've got the whole morning team here with me, Jen, Fritch, and Tim. How can I help you? Well, <laughs> we we spoke with someone that went on a date with you recently, mm-hmm. and she feels bad about how it went and wanted a moment to talk to you about it. Would you be willing to come on the air with us to hear her out? It was the lunch you had with Erica right after Election Day. Do you remember, oh. Erica? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first um. of all, I, I don't know if you're familiar with our show or not, but I, I just want you to know we're not trying to ambush you or put you in an uncomfortable position. No, I, I got you. Second, I mean, I've, I've listened to a, a second date update with you guys before. So. Oh, okay, good. So you know. <laughs> all right, well, this is kind of what that... Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That is, but Erica had said that she kind of knows what happened. Like, she thinks that you're not calling her because she had a bit of a meltdown over the election uh, on I your mean, date. I mean, a meltdown is an understatement. I mean, I've just never seen... In public, uh, anything like that with two people on a date. What? I mean, <laughs> you know, I've 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 some girls that didn't see it coming out of nowhere, and, and they took it a lot better. Wow! Than, Gosh. I mm. mean, just the, the actual physical sounds that were coming out of her. I, I swear, other people in the restaurant thought there was like a dying. Mood. They thought she was on fire. Oh, oh. it would have been it would have been probably less than what actually was going on. All right. Well, Erica feels very bad about that, and she would like to talk to you about that. We have her on the line. Erica, you still there? I am here. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Erica. How are you? I'm doing a lot better, and <laughs> I just wanted to say how sorry I am. I. I I really am a real person, and I just want to apologize and say I would love a do-over and to meet up again and have a real date. 
I I I understand uh, why you're upset, and it's you know it it wasn't uh, my choice either. It was just a little too a little too emotional for me. Kind of a, it was a little scary to see how emotional you can get. <laughs> What's, were Were you thinking like other things that might happen in? your life together that she could also get oh yeah I really mean, like in sense. my head I was thinking like if I don't take out the trash am I gonna have to deal with this like all the time or, That's funny. or if you show her a sad movie it's like end of days mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah you know this sounds kind of silly but I gotta say that we men I don't know what it is about women crying but we're just so afraid you're gonna cry <laughs> and we're so uncomfortable yeah. if you cry we just don't want to be around you when you we cry oh god what are you doing you well clearly <laughs> How we turn on the tears, She's baby. crying. What do I do? All right. I guess I'll do like a hot sideways hug thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah, I can, re- I can remember faking. I've only I faked crying to a man one time, and it was hard to get myself to do it. But you did a good job. I, I thought that was pretty good. No, it wasn't you, <laughs> shockingly enough. Shockingly. But I have a question for Erica. Erica, do you typically wear your emotions on your shirt sleeve like this? Do, do the emotions tend to bubble over often? Um, um there was something specific about this election that was kind of just so devastating and such a slap in the face, especially when I wasn't even paying attention to the news. I just thought, like I said, that it was going to be a cakewalk. It yeah. was it was devastating. I mean, you didn't see it coming. President. Mm-hmm. I was devastated and I I've cried before. I'm not going to lie. I've cried. But you being honest, it was bad. (laughs) Do you think that, generally speaking, politics aside, do you consider yourself an emotional person? I should say, let me rephrase that. Overly emotional person? Yeah. Like, even now, I'm kind of getting a little misty. (laughs) (laughs) See, sensitive isn't always a bad thing. But it's definitely one of those things where you have to have the right person that's able to... Mm -hmm help you through the sensitive part. I don't even like the word sensitive because to me, sensitive kind of has a negative connotation to it. Like, toughen up. Don't be sensitive. I I prefer deep feeling. I, for somebody that it's not, they're deep feeling. When they feel something, they feel it very, very deeply. There's a lot of passion there and they're just very... You know, they feel it to their core. Are you a deep feeling woman, Erica? (laughs) You're a deep feeling woman, aren't you? I am. I also have a really great sense of humor, and I guess I need to find someone else who has a sense of humor and who could laugh at something like this. Oh. There you go. Okay. Well, Erica, kudos to you for being brave enough to ask for a do-over. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. <laughs> Please don't cry. You know what? It's okay. I kind of saw this one Aww. coming. I had to try, though. <laughs> yeah. And Kevin... You heartless bastard. <laughs> Get some feelings, Kevin. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. No. I'm sorry. Just the emotions are too much. <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of guys have difficulty with emotion. Oh, yeah. But we appreciate you taking the yeah, call. Yeah, thanks for picking up. Thank you, guys, and have a, have a good one. All right, you take too. it easy. Kevin can't get off the phone fast enough. Run, Kevin, run! (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was so uncomfortable. At least he talked to us. I know. I I appreciate that. Takes a lot. Definitely. All right. So if you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back, give us a call, 513-749-2320, or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. What is the worst toy of the year? We're going to tell you. We all want to believe that she had nothing but the health and well-being of her children in mind when she accused Brad Pitt of child abuse. But we're hearing this from TMZ, where they claim well-placed sources have told them that she made the accusations so she could move to London and take a high-profile job with the UN. 
I guess the two of them, Brad and Angie, have not been getting along for more than a year, and she's been looking for an opportunity to make the move. But the only way that she can go to London and take all six kids with her is if she gets full custody. But she didn't come up with this plan on her own. She's been paying for consultation from two women high up in the British government who thinks uh, they think that she could end up as a U.N. secretary general someday. And it was their idea to involve child services in order to get that ball rolling. For the record, Brad Pitt has been cleared by both the L.A. Department of Children and Family Services and the FBI. Did you see the movie By the Sea? No, I never did see it. The Angelina you? and Brad. Yeah, I just saw it recently. Yeah. How was that? Uh, you know, it's kind of depressing. It didn't do very well at the box office, but I just found it fascinating because I was, you know, you know how it is. You you got a couple of the news and you're trying to draw a parallel and you're trying to get a sense of the chemistry between the two of them and was there anything going on during the making of this movie and... And they claim no as they were making it. They're like, if these were real problems, if our marriage wasn't solid, we wouldn't be able to make this film. Well, they were very good at it. They were very convincing. (laughs) Mm. They did a good job. What was the problem with the marriage in the movie? um, She, well, this is a couple that was very distant and trying to basically repair their marriage because she couldn't have children. She had had, I guess, two miscarriages. Okay. He's a writer. They're staying at this hotel in Malta, I think, or the mm-hmm. south of France or someplace on this beautiful seaside, cliffy island. And they're trying to connect. They're trying to be together, okay. rejuvenate their relationship in paradise while he writes a book. And it's very sad and kind of depressing. And they encounter this other couple. And I'm not going to tell you the end of it, but it's, yeah. it's you know, it's a it's a. It's a cathartic moment in the marriage, and they're trying to piece it all together. And then the couple swap, and he ends up with the wife from the other couple, and she ends up with the husband. And th- she gets good? pregnant. That's right. And then she gets pregnant and come to find out, yeah, there you go. You got to see the movie. <laughs> Why? We just told everybody what happened. <laughs> That's not what happened. Hmm. All right. Well, another E! News this morning. Amy Schumer, as you might expect, is fighting back against the fat shamers who attacked her because she's starring in a live-action Barbie movie. Yesterday, she posted a bathing suit picture along with a lengthy caption. Here's the caption. She said, Is it fat shaming if you know you're not fat and have zero shame in your game? I don't think so. I'm strong. And proud of how I live my life and say what I mean and fight for what I believe in. And I have a blast doing it with the people that I love. So where's the shame? It's not there. It's an illusion. So my deepest sympathy goes out to the trolls who are in more pain than we will ever understand. And I want to thank them for making it so evident then I'm a great choice. (laughs) It's that kind of response that lets you know something's wrong with our culture and we all need to work together to change it. We need to laugh at the haters and sympathize with them. They can scream as loud as they want, but we can't hear them because we're getting stuff done. So that's a direct quote from Amy Schumer responding to the fat shamers this morning. I didn't see a timeline when this movie of hers, I mean, they just announced it, so it's probably going to be or this live action Barbie thing. Next it's probably year, going to be think? a while before, yeah. Oh, definitely. But I don't know. Wonder Well, we'll keep an eye on that. There is a movie coming up with Matt Damon called The Great Wall, and he plays an English mercenary who helps defend China from monsters. 
It is a Chinese co-production with a Chinese director, and it's about China, and it stars Matt Damon. So, of course, there have already been accusations of whitewashing, but Matt does not agree. He says he takes the concept of whitewashing very seriously, but this doesn't apply because he's not playing a Chinese guy. And he thinks people will understand once they realize that it's, quote, a monster movie and a historical fantasy. And he says, I didn't take a role away from a Chinese actor. It wasn't altered because of me in in any way. Another thing working in his favor is that this movie could open up opportunities for Asian actors. Chinese-American co-productions don't exactly do big business here. So if this one is a hit, it could help normalize the concept of Chinese actors on U.S. screens. The Great Wall opens in February. All right, 627, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Real quick, just to recap of some of the nominees that came down yesterday. The Grammy nominees are out, and Beyonce has more than anyone with nine. Drake, Rihanna, and Kanye West are next with eight each. Beyonce recognized in three of the big categories, album, song, and record of the year. CBS will air the ceremony on February 12th, but a lot of people are wondering whether or not Kanye is going to boycott the Grammys. Because back in October, he said that he would boycott the Grammys if Frank Ocean wasn't nominated. And Mm -hmm. he wasn't because Frank intentionally chose not to submit his album for consideration. Kanye knew that at the time, and he still threatened to be a no-show because, quote, (laughs) as artists, we've got to come together to fight the bull you know what. So it'll be interesting to see if he shows up. Kanye, obviously. If he'll even be well enough. Well, and that's what I was going to say. He obviously hasn't commented, mostly because he's still recovering from the nervous breakdown he had last month. And honestly, it's possible that he stays home because of that. So who knows when he'll be back to his old self. I heard he and Kim are actually living separately, too. Like, mm. she put him in a different home than her and the children. Like, she's still tending to him, but well, she imagine. doesn't want him to kind of be around them. Be around the kids. They're so little, they can't, wouldn't be able to understand what's going on. But I was excited with the Grammys, too, to see Justin Bieber oh, yeah. nominated for so many. I mean, he's up for, like, album of the year and record of the year. He had a good album. He did. He did. Purpose. I'm Purpose. saying it out loud as a man. <laughs> Justin Bieber had a good album. It's watching him, uh, the paparazzi following him around and as he went to the gym. Did you guys see that on yeah. one of the he entertainment was, like, shows? Lecturing people on just, I want to talk to you and I want to be nice. You just have to, it's how you do it. You got to give me some space. Yeah, he was saying that and he was saying, and by the way, stop shouting at me. It's like, if you want to follow me around, you want to snap pictures, that's one thing. All the shouting and all the yelling. You just piped it. Just be quiet. The screaming. I'm like, at some point, when did Justin Bieber go from being a young, surly, smart-mouthed punk kid to an old man? Stop the yelling! (laughs) We all have our threshold, I think. All right, that's your latest E-News for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. Your job is to guess the real headline so we have Faker for Real coming up. Fritch is going to tell you what's hot. Yes, I brought you guys a sweet treat, and I have some not-so-maybe-good news about Neon's Unplugged Downtown. That and Jan will have another clue. Bling in a box is on up to $3,000 worth of James Free Jewelry coming up in the next 10 minutes. Did somebody find the box? Yeah, she's got her ear to the ground and her eyes focused on anything and everything pop culture. Ladies and gentlemen... Here's what's hot with Pregnancy Brain Fridge. That's right. I know. I was just like, oh, God, I'm on. (laughs) So I did actually have a little, this sweet treat I brought you guys, those cinnamon roll peeps. 
Yes. I brought you all one to try. This I, is the latest cinnamon, or this is the latest peep flavor. Yeah, I can't even get the darn thing open. And this is significant because we associate peeps with Easter. Yes. And here we are going into the holidays. I did find them at Walgreens. I think they were $1.99 per three pack. So I passed them to everybody else. So I brought you that sweet treat of the cinnamon peep to try. And I think it was like it (laughs) dusted with cinnamon dust, right? I don't know that these are. Some sort of chocolate. It looks like flavored, dipped, it's dipped in flavored something. marshmallow dipped in cinnamon icing flavored fudge. Oh, I thought they had molded oh. over. <laughs> I didn't realize Stop. that was. Like I'm not little, kidding. It's like a little so cow you, pie. What do you eat first? Do you eat the Just head bite or the, the head off. I'm gonna bite the head first. Yeah. So I brought you guys that little treat of the peep. So just to see how you kind of like it. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, you get back to me on it. Well, it is the marshmallow that's flavored. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Not the bad. head is not horrible. They're not bad. Well, then I brought, they come in a three pack. That's all I could find. I couldn't find like a multiple pack, but I bought the three pack, so there's another one. But something else. Oh, oh the bottom is too. <laughs> too sweet for yeah. you? Something else I wanted to bring your attention to today is that we had some news come out yesterday about the famous Neon's Unplugged Bar. Have you guys ever been there? Oh, yeah. yeah. In Over the Rhine? Mm -hmm. Yep. It was one of our favorite spots. I mean, we used to hang out there a lot when I was in college, and so it was a really good time. But yesterday, Molly Wellman Brands announced that they're actually going to be unplugging the neon lights at Neon's on December the 17th. That's when they're going to serve their last drink. But the good thing about it is it's not going to be in that space anymore. It's actually going to end up moving somewhere. They have not disclosed where the location is going to be for 2017, but it seems like it is going to open sometime next year and it's going to be kind of amazing they had a little bit of shortcomings with the current location and if yeah. you've been there you know i mean it was kind of like a more dated yeah area that was part of some of the charm though i know i like that part about it too i liked being able to sit on that patio it was yeah. kind of like broken concrete mm-hmm. and you're playing the giant jenga while you're drinking your cocktail so is it like something like the people who own that property don't want them in there anymore I or something i don't know i think that they want to in my personal opinion and i don't know because I did message Molly, but um, I think that they want to kind of expand their kitchen and they didn't really have a lot of expanding room there for like a kitchen because they did start a Sunday brunch at Neons, but I think it's one of those things because she joined with Melt and, you know, she's starting to put foods in some of her other bar locations. Right. So they did say that, you know, the new location is going to have more seating, a larger outdoor area, kitchen space and better access to parking. The more seating will be nice. Cool. Yes. And the access to parking. Because right. some of that, you know, it was kind of hard to find a place to park and you could park in this lot, but you couldn't park in that lot. I mean, it was great if you lived in the neighborhood, yes. you could easily walk Locked. to it. But if you didn't, you it wasn't. You towed all the time in right. that area back. Yeah. So anyways, they're going to let us know sometime, I'm sure, next early next year where they're going to be open up the new famous neons unplugged but if you want to go there you need to get in before december the 17th because that's when the lights are going out well that's exciting yeah it is exciting that's kind of bittersweet i'm a little like nostalgic about that area like oh but yeah. i'm sure the new place is going to be amazing it's the end of an era she does awesome with whatever she does she so. sure does all right 641 that's what's hot with Fritch. So I am Jewish, which means that I celebrate Hanukkah, which is fine. Um, the only tradition I feel that we need to reconsider is at that holiday, Jews give each other these little chocolate coins covered in gold foil. 
And I just feel like when your people is demonized for being obsessed with cash, <laughs> you should not be seen gobbling money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they always come in these little yellow fishnets, you know, like we just caught them fresh from our ocean of wealth. You should not be seen eating your stereotype. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see Asian people eating chocolate math problems. You know what I mean? Um, you don't see Mexican people eating, like, chocolate uninsured cars. You know what I mean? Um, you don't see lesbians eating chocolate WNBA games. Um, that is uh, comedian Jesse Klein on Cincinnati's Q102. It is... 642, look at this studio filled with thousands of dollars in James Free jewelry. I know. We gonna, yeah. Do you want to read the clue again before you? Nope. Okay. Hello, Crystal. I found the bling in the box. Oh, you think you did, huh? I'm so excited. I can't believe it. I had to crawl through bushes and I'm soaking wet, but it was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's do this, Crystal. I will read all the clues so we can catch everybody else up and then you can tell us exactly where it was, okay? Yes. Atop of a hill between two trees, it could be a big mess if the rain should freeze. To find a box, jewelry lovers do strive, and two plus three always makes five. If you're late for the box, there's still good news. You can take a short walk and go shopping for shoes. Before crossing the street, look side to side. If you don't want to run, I'll give you a ride. If you spent last week a little off track, hop back in your car, it's time to head back. The box is waiting and probably all went somewhere in the middle. The loot is set. Park your car and get to work. Smile even if your boss is a jerk. With James Free Jewelry, you'll be in style. Mile after mile after mile after mile after mile. Where was it, Crystal? It was off Five Mile Road at the park and ride at the Nature Center. You got it. All right. Wow. <laughs> Yay. Nice work. Now, I know there were a lot of people searching in that area. Did you have to fight anybody for it? No. We, everybody was really nice. I just was kind of driving around asking if everyone was looking because, of course, there's not a lot of people out here. And there was some people holding umbrellas, and I knew that's what they were doing. Uh-huh. So I just kept going in between every set of tree uh-huh. and looking in the bushes and... There was lots of trash laying in the bushes, so one I got really in the middle of, and it was a Frisch's cup. <laughs> <laughs> then the That's next funny. set of trees, I was literally down on my hands and knees, crawling through the bushes. I have bush pieces in my hair, oh my on my knees, and I found it. <laughs> oh, it was worth it. So what it does that so feel like it. after all of that to actually see the box? I, I couldn't believe. Oh, I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't. And then someone else told me. They think it was, you know, a white box with a red ribbon. Mm-hmm. That helps because I was picking up red pieces of trash thinking maybe it was in a red box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, the next bush I went through after picking up the freshest cup, I, I saw it. I was like, there's no way that can be it because there was a lady just looking on the other side of those bushes. Nice. It was really in the bushes. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, so there is a, a letter or a number on the box. I think it's a letter. I think it's the letter C, which Mm -hmm. is hopefully good luck because my name is Crystal. Crystal? (laughs) Crystal with box C? Honey, you got $2,500 in James Free Jewelry. Oh, my God. That was worth hanging out in the rain for a little bit. Yes, I was only here maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes. 
<laughs> Everyone loves Crystal. <laughs> God bless her heart. <laughs> you have no idea, but that's the funniest thing that's been said all morning. Well, I was getting some calls yesterday about, I'm, I'm soaking wet. Did anyone find it? What's going on? Yes. I'm like, it's still there. And they're going to love that comment. I was just here yesterday. I was just on five mile yesterday. Were you and really? Yes, and I work next to where the last one was found. Oh, it's wow. From my office. It was meant to be then, Crystal. That's right. You I got the bling around you. Well, congratulations. Enjoy the shopping. Send us pictures of whatever it is that you buy because we know it will be stunning. I will. Thank yeah. you guys so much. You're Merry welcome. Christmas. You too. <laughs> All right. So here we go. And there's another box out there. So I'm going to give you a clue. Are you ready? Get right to it. Okay, and and by the way, this does mean the two boxes that are left, one of them is worth five hundred dollars, the other one is worth three thousand. Ooh, okay. big money! Yep, here you go. You're heading east, but not how you think. Grab a good friend and order a drink. The lights are so pretty; they're bright in yellow. Only on Sundays is there time to be mellow. Oh, oh. You're heading east, but not how you think. Grab a good friend and order a drink. The lights are so pretty. They're bright and yellow. Only on Sundays is there time to be mellow. Go find that box. Time now for Jeff and Jen's best friend game. Today, we actually have twins. Say hi to Mike and Greg, everybody. We got Mike in the tie. That's how we're able to tell you apart. I thought the attire was formal wear. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) But you guys are identical, aren't you? Yeah. I, I have a little different, but not much. You really screwed with people when you were kids, didn't you? Oh, yeah. What is the what is the biggest physical difference between you two? Because I'm looking at you side by side, and I can't tell. I think you're slightly taller. Slightly taller. And I actually, I have an Audi belly button. But we're not going to reveal that today. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And who was born first? I was. 31, was 31 minutes. 31. Like 31 oh, wow. Minutes. That's Sorry. a good spread, isn't it? Yeah. yeah he wasn't ready to come out. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so what were some of the things that you did when you were kids to mess with teachers or your parents? Well, when I was actually in college, we can go public with this. Mike came to visit. Uh, I went to Gannon University in Erie, Pennsylvania, and he went to my English class. Nice. In, in my place. Great. Nice. <laughs> did you take a test or anything or just hang out? No, I just was more talkative than Greg usually is. I'm sure it came up down the road. But. Well, did you ever like? Did you ever have a date and one couldn't make it, so the other one filled in or stepped in and tried to pull one over on a girl? No, I'm not as charming as Greg. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been noticed right away. Yeah. I think that was a Brady Bunch episode involving Peter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or something, yeah. Now, are you both married? Yes. Yeah, who's got kids? Anybody? I have two young children. Two. How young is young? Uh, Two and four. Yeah. Do you ever try to pass off as their dad? The, his his kids actually make that mistake quite a bit. Do yeah. they really? Yeah. Oh, he's that not is there, awesome. and I show up, and hey, daddy, how's hi, it dad. Going? You know, so oh, that's, that's so cute. fun. And I, I run with it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, and go to your room. <laughs> Either that, or you teach them all kinds of swear words. <laughs> yeah, <Right>, exactly. <laughs> that's uncle. what I would do. <laughs> how about the wives? Do the wives ever get confused, or are they they got it? I think it's pretty nailed down. Yeah, Does I think they make got any it. mistakes. I'm sure she wishes she didn't. No, <laughs> she pretty much has it nailed down. Yeah. If they could swap. Yeah. Are you guys ready to play? Let's do it. Who's answering about who? I'll be answering questions about Mike. Yeah, about okay, Mike so with the tie. Greg okay. is going to be answering Mike questions about Mike. So we're going to send Mike off into the Jeff and Jen isolation room. And we're waiting for uh, Mike to be completely out of earshot. And now that he is, Greg is in the hot seat. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm excited. (laughs) All right. 
What's something you cannot tease him about? He just does not think it's funny. Gets mad. I would say just in general, uh, just being anal in general. That's anal correct. in general. Yep. Micromanaging every facet of any situation possible. So making plans. He has to have a schedule from start to finish, you know, things like that. Remind people multiple times as well, too. <laughs> and if you nudge him about that, he might get a little, you know. A little feisty. All yes. right. Okay. What would be the toughest part about being married to him? Well, I would say it's back to him being, uh, <laughs> <laughs> being the micromanager. Micromanagement. The micromanager. Now, okay. I'm not married to him, but I, you know, if we pulled Beth in here, who's a wonderful person, she would pro- she might say that as well too. She would probably say that. But okay. all in all, he's a very good father and a very good husband. Yes, please do throw that in there. <laughs> yes. Just to, we'll tell him you said that. Yes. <laughs> okay. These are not only brothers; they're best friends. So. Right. Absolutely. Right. Okay. What's the most disgusting thing he does? Well, he so he's he is thirty two, so he is an adult, young adult, but he makes some inappropriate comments at times and he also like once in a while just fart. Can <laughs> 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 I say that on there? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so so just kind of his fifteen year old side comes out once in a while as well too. And inappropriate comments, you know, inappropriate jokes. I mean, I do that as well, too. I just don't make them public. So, think Sophomore so. behavior with bathroom humor. Yes, exactly. All right. Okay. Farts and general inappropriateness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. What one word would you use to describe him as a single man? He was single. Um, I would say he's... He's a bit of a flirt as a mm-hmm. single when he was single, single never, uh-huh. but um, he doesn't ever push it too far where he's like flirting with everybody like, hey, let's go on a date, date, date. You know, he didn't have a lot of like tons of girlfriends. He would have a steady girlfriend for a long time when he okay. was in college, but he was definitely a, a very social person when it comes to talking to females and, you know, I'm um, hanging out with them as well, too. But it wouldn't turn into like, OK, I'm going to go on a date with this girl. OK, it's Thursday. Now I'm going to go on a date with this girl and just kind of bounce around. So how would you how would what would be the easy way to describe that? A social flirt? A tease? I would say a tease probably puts it nails it right on the head. A tease he was good. a tease. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys are twins. Mm hmm. So tell me, what's one thing that's bigger on you than him? I, have, I actually have a bigger head than him. It has been known. He has a longer face than me, but my head is just bigger in general. Your head is bigger. Yep. A bigger head. Yep. I'm talking about the one on your shoulders. That is correct. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> all right. So now that all five questions have been answered, we're going to bring Mike, Greg's twin brother and best friend, back into the studio to see how his answers... <laughs> Stack up against Greg's. That was easy, right? That was actually pretty easy. Yeah. Come on in, Mike. <laughs> I got them all right. <laughs> and you'll get right back to that, Mike, just like before. Perfect. All right. So, Mike, Greg was asked a series of questions about you, and is there anybody that really knows you better than your own brother? Twin brother. That's right. Yeah. There's not a moment except for those 31 minutes <laughs> that they were not on this planet together. That's right. Think about it. So, let's see how your answers stack up against Greg's. The first question is worth $10. What's something people can't tease you about? Do you get mad? They can't tease me about Yeah, you did better not tease him about that. He's going to get mad. Uh, my oversized head. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, but it's incorrect. <laughs> no, he said that you tend to be anal about certain things yeah. and tend to be a bit of a micromanager. No, and when it comes out. When people... <laughs> 
awesome. And the button has been pushed. Oh, yeah. Kind of look at his face, though. Yeah. I could say I wouldn't poke that bear. (laughs) Next Uh, one. Yeah. What, you know, what do you think uh, he would say is the toughest part about being married to you? Um, always being right or me always trying to be right all the time. He said being the micromanager <laughs> in a relationship. <laughs> I Which I would it. say those coincide with each other. So. Is that kind of the same thing? Judges? Mm-hmm. Oh, give them half. Give all right. $5. Give them five bucks. So, you've won $2.50 between the two of you. I'm excited. All right. The next question is worth $20. What is the most disgusting thing you do? Rewear my running clothes over and over again without washing them. <laughs> now we're getting personal. Yeah. He said just general sophomoric inappropriateness, like <laughs> farting, saying inappropriate things. You had a wide gamut to choose from, yeah. but yeah. you can add that one to the list now. So. <laughs> So no luck on that one, but no. that's okay. You still you still got five dollars. All right. <laughs> so the next question again: This will be worth twenty dollars. You win this, mm-hmm. and you're up to twenty five bucks. What word would you use to describe you when you were single? A ladies' man. How so? Um, a little bit charming on my game as far as humorous, uh, making people smile pretty quickly. I don't really know how to pick up girls very well, but when I make an effort, they notice I'm adding, trying there, and so. I take it. I, I, the description, I think, is very close. Yeah. When he described you, he said that, for the most part, during your college years, you were mostly in long-term relationships. Is that right? That's right. But that didn't stop you from being charming, a bit of a flirt, yes. maybe a, a, a tease, in a sense, a little to bit the ladies? A tease, yeah. Yeah. Yay! Just to say that's okay. Yay, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. I bet you get this one right, too. All right. Fifth and final question. What is one thing... That's bigger on him than you. Can we say that on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> Just speak the truth, Mike with a tie. Um, I think probably right now his waistline. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that is a true statement. <laughs> Wow. What did he say? <laughs> that is not the answer he gave. And you're talking about him. What the, the, it's the bigger light? on him. Yeah. Than, yeah. He said he's got a bigger head than you oh. do. Oh. <laughs> and that, that's a well-known fact. <laughs> Documented. <laughs> yes, the head on his shoulders. So again, not the answer we were looking for. Those are the five questions. I'm surprised that between twin brothers. Yeah. Should we throw in the question, you know, the last question we asked the last girls and see if they can get one oh, right. Oh, Lord, I, I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure they'll answer the question. You don't think they'll answer the question? I doubt it. All right. Cover Mike with the ties ears for a oh, second. Oh, God. Put your, just put your hand Okay. Up. The question I asked was, here we go. Whisper. Missionary, from <laughs> cowgirl, or other? I'd say missionary. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Mike. What's the question? Oh, God. Missionary, from <laughs> Cowgirl or other? Jeez. <laughs> we'll throw in another 20 bucks. You get this right. Oh, Damn! That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't win much money, but hell, you were fun. <laughs> Greg said 
missionary. Uh, yeah. Old faithful. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, guys, we enjoyed it. This was a lot of fun for yeah, us. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much <laughs> for, for playing the best in. friend game, Mike and Greg. Take it Yay! easy, guys. Hey, thank you, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. If you think you can come in here and win a whole bunch of money with your best friend, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.